In this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, I'm joined once again by the joyful duo that is Sam Robertson and Louise Reed, And we are talking about unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. Oh, the destruction and yet some glorious solutions that you need to hear for this next season of time. Join us for this episode of What the Prophets Say. Hello, our family and friends in the podcasting zone. Welcome to another episode of What the Prophets Say. And once again, I am joined for this series of episodes by the ever-present, delightful, handsome, oh. Oh, talented, yeah, Mr. Sam Robertson. Hello, How are you, hello. my friend? Yes, I am good. Excited. We're on a roll with podcasts and we we're just are. feasting, aren't we? Is we it, are. How good? I mean, I, I know our listeners enjoy listening to us, but I think we enjoy these conversations of ourselves course. around the yes. table. Yes. Prophets prophesying and sharpening each other is we always do. a delight. We do record a group at a time. Yeah. So we get onto a roll. And of course, this time for this group, it is Louise Reed, who Indeed. is our present hello, hello, companion. Hello. Yes. The joy yes. and delight that is. I am the meat in the sandwich. Right, okay. <laughs> what does that make us, what? Sam? Bread. <laughs> Thank you. Bread, focaccia. Focaccia. Yeah. Whatever bread, we have to be exotic. Come on. Right. Yes. No way. It's my favourite type of bread. If I was going to be bread, what would I be? Oh, sourdough. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. You are Every day. Brown wheaten bread. <laughs> oh. Not rye bread. My. No, no, no. Not no. rye Proper bread. Proper Irish. See, now you're offending bread. all of the uh, the, the nation of, yeah. of Denmark. Yeah. Yes. I do apologise. I just I don't have the appetite But the Italians for it. are delighted. Yeah. Focaccia. You've offended yeah. the Danish. You've delighted the Italians. And I've anybody who bakes sourdough. I'm your number one fan. Right, okay. I think all countries do sourdough. I have an emotional attachment to homemade Irish wheaten bread. Yes, come on. Come on. I have a great Irish wheaten bread recipe for with a good um, Irish stew. But here's the thing. I make Irish stew with beef and not lamb. Yeah, no, you're right. So it's not a Far real better. Irish. No, don't you... Is it no, not? No, don't, is it well, not real Irish? No, you can't say it's not real Irish. You, I can choose I'm Irish and you call are, it I'm Irish. I'm not Irish, I can't. <laughs> but traditionally, <laughs> it would be made be, with lamb. Yeah. But I cannot stand lamb. It stinks. You did oh. make an Irish stew once. and For me, it was a group of people after... Um, We'd been out hill walking or something. We'd taken speakers after a conference. Oh, we'd taken the Swiss yeah. up a mountain. It was so good. I can still remember how it tastes. Seriously, it's one of my all-time favourite really? meals. Really? I can remember how it tastes. And I've never had a stew like it since. So I will credit that, that to you. Good. I, I can taste it, it. Did, thinking about it. Did you make it, it, it with so lamb good. No, beef? No, with beef. With beef, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was with chunky bread. Yeah. And it was oh. so good. Yep, yep, yep. I think when you've grown up with fat like it just doesn't we register. Uh, I mean we're married what 25 years this year David and I but in our obviously married back in Northern Ireland we did um Irish stew for the evening reception oh, at our amazing. wedding yeah bowl, hot bowls of Irish stew amazing. with wheat and bread yes absolutely <laughs> yes there you go it's a very Irish thing right okay on that now habit, for the meat of the of yes. the prophetic words yes. where you took we're going to prophesy today get... a feast exactly exactly the meat. actually this is quite challenging it's quite sobering yeah. in that we are kind of digging our nails into the palms of our hands mm. and a sense of oh my word god what are you doing in that we are in the fullness i think of the tar of babel mm-hmm. god coming down 
and literally, li- I mean literally, I know we, my teenagers overuse the word literally, is literally when it's clearly not, not literally. Literally. Yes. literally, I was, you know, no you weren't. Um, metaphorically, you were children, not literally. Anyway, but literally God is destroying Babels mm. and constructions, mm-hmm. frameworks, mm-hmm. denominations, businesses, nations in dismantling yeah. mode where they are not built with the aim of the glory of God. Yeah. And so we are going, Jesus of yeah. mercy, yeah. this is rough. Mm-hmm. Massively. And I think it's one thing to prophesy these days and we have for for i mean decades there have been words about you know that which god does not build he he will tear down about you know some denominations and um, being dismantled but to live it yes is a totally different world and we're in that place now mm-hmm. where we are living the dismantling we're not just prophesying it we're actually living it i think we have had shaking Yep. But actually, and we've talked about dismantling, but actually now we're seeing dismantling at a rapid pace. And it's not, mm-hmm. I think as well, part of it is it's not just in one area, it's across the board. And so we now need to understand what God is saying, because that helps us process and it also helps us know how we are to pray uh, in but, these days. And it's rapid in that, I mean, it feels suddenly, but obviously it's been, yeah, it's year, been brewing. Year, yeah. brewing and years of yeah. prophesying. But we are going to see whole denominational structures end in our lifetime. Totally. And we're going to measure their decline in five and ten year increments Absolutely. until they cease to exist. Mm-hmm. And it's overwhelmingly mm. intense right now to be at the business end of the descending God who we are seeing his nature in a different way where he says, I just will not allow that. It's not It's not even that it's Ichabod because Ichabod is one thing because yeah. you can keep going in human strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are beyond that and we're beyond almost a neutral place of where you're just going to go into static maintenance. We are beyond the sense of, well, you're just going to have to have a little bit of slow decline and maybe a little bit less fruitfulness. We are actually seeing proactive dismantling mm-hmm. and ending which is different I think from what we have seen God do before I think we've seen him remove himself mm-hmm. I think we've seen him pour some fruitfulness I think we've seen some challenges of well this doesn't seem to work but now he's saying actually I'm taking the blocks that you've built with out yeah I'm coming down <laughs> I'm co- yeah. Yeah. yeah Louise oh well it's just so it's both incredibly challenging but utterly glorious. Yes. But it's only glorious if you're living in his world, yeah. mm-hmm. his spirit, his word. It is actually very frightening to the flesh. Yes. Because we're often so used to remaining in what we're comfortable with. So sudden, it seems like it's sudden, but actually, as we've said, this has been happening for a long time, mm-hmm. but it does feel like the hand of God is suddenly moving. Yes. I mean, it feels like it's been gradual up to a yeah. place and then suddenly his hands. And I mean, I've just been continually carrying this word in my heart. God cannot be mocked. Yeah. Yeah. We reap what we sow. Yeah. And he is really saying if we're if the structures are not the government of God, 
they are coming down. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. And mm-hmm. it's right across the board. It's even our own inner structures yeah. as well. As yes. well. So l- let's not just be putting on yeah, the outer. Yeah. It's inner and outer. It's totally. across across totally. the board, which yeah. is both terrifying and glorious in the same breath. Yes, absolutely. And can I say to you, our loyal listeners, God is dismantling, and it's not just in the kind of mountain of the church type yeah. <laughs> structure, my, my the house where I go to worship on a Sunday morning. I actually feel like we are going to see the dismantling, both on the national uh, page, of political parties simply not able to continue. Yes, not yeah. knowing how to. Not knowing how to frame the future yeah. and going almost into political obscurity as God says, I'm going to hide my face from you in terms of any solution. And the sense of the trackless wasteland that we're going to see, even some political parties walk into. But can I say, for the business owners and the entrepreneurs listening too, I do think that God's going to say, you do have an entrepreneurial grace. You do have the ability to steward fruitfulness within the marketplace and be a, a very gifted employer but not where you are and not how I, you are and anybody who has any degree of success within the marketplace who's at a senior level has gone through some degree of loss yes. and almost lost everything it's almost the rite of passage mm. because I think in the Christian world it helps you remember that everything you have is a gift of God anyway and that you didn't, you know, build it yeah. yourself. He shows you what your own effort does, yeah. mm-hmm. which is fairly lacking. And so this place where God is saying, even in the world of work, oh, yeah. you entrepreneurs, oh, you business leaders, be prepared for some shutting of some things mm-hmm. and some fairly significant reframing and know that as my kingdom citizens... I will give you blueprints to build absolutely mm-hmm. the new. So, yeah. so if you feel like you have been in loss, yes. If you feel like there has been a period of loss, if, not even if you feel like if there has been yeah. great loss, whether it's in your mm-hmm. business, things that you maybe have. Some of you, I feel like, have built stuff over decades. Uh-huh. I mean, businesses mm-hmm. over decades that overnight there has been great loss in. Um, we just release supernatural Holy Spirit sight to you yeah. that mm-hmm. you will see what has gone on from the perspective of the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and now eyes to see the blueprints for a new day and and the blueprints for a new era we I release them to you now mm-hmm. in Jesus name and that just the sense of actually some people mm-hmm. have been lost in a bit of of wallowing and failure oh I yeah. failed I failed I failed yeah, I failed exactly, I failed yeah. you got to think actually yeah. now there is going to be on so many of you blueprint after blueprint mm-hmm. yeah. after blueprint that carries the essence of my kingdom yeah. and mm-hmm. what you build this time the Lord is saying will carry great glory and will be able to host me. Yes. Can I say I do think when we're talking about this dismantling and restructuring that in the very personal place of your family, home environment, I do think there is a restructuring there, dismantling and restructuring. And we've obviously moved house uh, very yeah. recently and mm-hmm. we're only in a few weeks. There's still boxes everywhere. So there's still like because not long after we moved in our the ensuite in David and my bedroom fell through into the room beneath. Joy, joy, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like David came up, that like boxes everywhere. No war because we had gone from built-in wardrobes to no wardrobes. So I no, no, you know that kind of no like storage. just like utter chaos. He says, "Do you want the bad news 
or the good news. And I'm like, the good news? He said, well, nothing was destroyed. I'm like, that's the good news? <laughs> What's the bad news? Uh, so uh, literally the mess and the dirt and the rubble everywhere. But so, of course, we're thinking about how do we use our space? Yeah. And what do we want in each room? And mm. how do we configure? So there's a joy in that. Where do you put your armchair? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what furniture are you short of? And all of that. But there has been a real agreement from David and I of the importance in all of this of background the family table yes. for meals. Yes. Yes. And the centrality of the table, of course, my dad has moved in with us and we live very busy lives, all of us, and in various different places. And we're a bit outside the city, so there's a longer commute for everybody in the family. But I do think some of the, God, you are building families back around yes. the table. Totally. Yes. And the deep, the, it has to be rigorously consistent to mean anything that over the meal, we're so present together all of the time that you find this structure of the kingdom of God emerge in repetitiousness where it's never in front of the TV. It's never in your own yes, rooms. It's on never lap. on your lap. It's always together. at a set table together with bar barring of the phones and the sense of the structuring even little things like that that completely reframe they how do. you feel about your life they do. Mm, and I totally you know i've just moved in home uh, after living alone for a period of time yes and rediscovering the joy of that yes um, and living that and, and that being part of the family table of we sit and we eat together and we debrief and we catch yep. up and there's an intentionality about that um, and i and God is in the dismantling of structures, reframing how we steward our belonging together yes. and how we steward our relationship together. Um, and I love, you know, just as a, as a side note, particularly in the book of Luke, that every time you read of Jesus, he's either going to a meal, at a meal, or coming from a meal. Yes. That every significant yes. miracle, every significant Food. moment, every significant revelation, every significant mm -hmm. transformation happens uh, around the context of yeah. a feasting together mm -hmm. yeah. and an eating together. And actually, some of you will be asking, you know, from the, the start, of this podcast well how on earth will i survive this loss this dismantling how yeah. am i going to survive it is the get belonging the together table. it is getting around the table yeah. it's the eating together yeah. the honest place of debrief and of shouldering one another and uh, through mm -hmm. you will not get through it alone in other words yeah. you'll get through it and it's belonging. a very interesting study even to look through mm -hmm. um the biblical text about the use of the table and what yeah. the table means yeah. right from beginning to end. And of course, with Psalm 23 being quoted a lot yeah. this year, living Psalm 23 mm -hmm. in a Psalm 2 season, he prepares mm -hmm. a table, table. before me. Mm. And there's such an invitation yeah. into that intimacy with mm -hmm. him, but with one another. Mm -hmm. A lot happens around a table. And I can tell you there's a difference, even if you sit on, uh, you know, around on uncomfortable chairs with one another. Wonderful. You get round a table, table. A and you're looking at one another. Yep. Yep. You know, what happens yes. when you turn the chairs yes. towards one another? And even as mm -hmm. in our structures of church, what we do is we mm -hmm. sit in rows. Why do we do that? Well, it's convenient. Of course it is. And there's always yeah. good reasons. But actually looking at the back of somebody's mm -hmm. head is not where God has us these days. He has us round the table where it's about belonging. Mm -hmm. It's face to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's an igniting question. Well, what happens when actually we get around together 
Yes, and that sense of unless God builds the house, the labor is labor in vain, which Mm. is a scripture, or the Tower of Babel, Old Testament and New Testament versions of the same concept of dismantling and destruction, God descending in a certain way. But really what we're pushing into right now is, oh my, at the same time, here is our top tip of how you survive this dismantling season. It's round a table. And actually, even within our own staff team, um, obviously with the house move, I'm able to, which I haven't been able to for quite a while, have my Mm -hmm. staff back in my house. Now, we've only managed one of them because we just moved house, but we're back together again later on this week. And even from one being in the home together, um, there's a beauty to that. And I mean, I did say to Jesus afterwards, Jesus... I can't keep cleaning all the bathrooms and I need a cleaner. I had a bit of a a moment. And then my father actually said to me, um, I'll clean all the toilets, Emma, the bathrooms before your staff all come back in this. And I'm like, thank you, Dad. And and David was literally on on Amazon last night ordering a new toilet seat because (laughs) because seriously, (laughs) it's as practical as that. And and it does cost you in those ways. It It does does. cost you, you know, where you close the door and you go, oh, where's the Hoover? I know. But but actually, in all of that, for all of that, you would rather be around the, you would rather be around the table. And that set, even though you're all squished up and I had to buy carpet cleaner last week because, but but fine, fine, here's me having a wee bit of a grumble, but (laughs) fine, because actually this is the call of God to put the table and the home Back in, in the even in a paid employed workspace, my yeah. friends. Come on. Don't, this is not volunteers. Yeah. This is paid employees. Yes, yes, mm. yes. These are other boundaries and other structures that God is, is breaking down. But the table yes. in the centre is absolutely key. And can I say, when I used to work in pharmaceuticals, I had the most remarkable boss. Uh, I adored her and she adored me. So... Uh, I remember being in her home, uh-huh. even in, and she lived yeah. miles away from me. Wow. But even in the business environment, yeah. in fact, she used to be a lingerie model. <laughs> and I remember taking, sorry, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I remember her taking me up to her bedroom where she had above her bed, she wasn't Christian, and um, all did that is it she was actually a reiki practitioner um which is a whole other dodgy conversation that's not good by the way reiki is not good lingerie modeling of a certain sort i can cope with but all the pictures of her lingerie modeling all around her bedroom and i'm like oh that's a different way to see you and yeah. um, god bless your marriage um uh, uh, but the sense of in her personal space and how much that matters so oh. Sorry. sorry, that's an analogy kind of right there. That's hard that's to we get there. Right there. We're spo- unless we're... the Lord builds the house. <laughs> we build, well, it's how God is building house right now. Oh, that's where really we're at because what we're saying is it's about intimacy. I'm going to rescue this. Go you for know it. What? I think I've been here before. <laughs> other situation. You're normally I'm part of it. Where we're giggling and you're yeah, exactly yeah, trying yeah, you to rescue. rescue. But uh, what what he's putting back and saying is central. Intimacy, face to face, 
reality yes. rather than the structure of what we see the government of God looks a lot different than the government of earth and the way that yeah. we think that should operate even within our mm-hmm. church structures he, you know his thing is is all about love one another yeah. you know Jesus still is the model for us yeah. come on guys yes. you know what did he do he had best friends and he as, as Sam's already reminded us he spent his life going to parties eating and drinking and being with people it was organic it was wonderful and God is bringing back those things this is the structure that he is bringing yeah, back on. to us and where the anointing is guys is small groups round a table and where you hear about church mm-hmm. quote church growth it's all about the small and the intimate now where it goes from there we still don't know but right now that's what God is mm-hmm. doing one, back one, round one, the table one step at a time yeah. so I mean this topic this session <laughs> we started with unless the Lord builds the house and the Tower of Babel be encouraged yes. in yeah. the dismantling destruction of God right across the board of even God saying some things in your family yeah, don't yeah, work yeah, yeah. and here is why let alone your church and your business and we bless you yeah. to journey the dismantling and the descending council of God let us go down he says at Babel mm. who are going to knock some bricks out of the wall yeah, yeah. we bless you in that to put the kingdom of God strategy and to know what it is back in place mm. to simultaneously have dismantling yeah. and reformation. And we bless you into that in Jesus, Jesus name. name. Yeah. See you Amen. next time on what the prophets say. Thank you for listening to another episode of what the prophets say with me, Emma Stark. You clearly ooze stamina. May I gently encourage you to jump over to our website, propheticscots.com where you can download my e-course The Prophetic Warrior nine highly interactive sessions that will equip and train you to hear the voice of God with ease make sure that you subscribe and like and share this podcast you don't want to miss all the things we have coming up for you